All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 102 of everybody's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose. And I'm Paul Rose. And just like the leprechaun, we're out here searching for some gold. Let's hit the theme. And just like that, we're back for another week. How you doing, Paul? Good. How about you? Doing pretty good, man. It's been a been a fast week. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. What's new at school? Anything good? Mm, nothing new. Uh, except we're having a root beer f- float party tomorrow. Killer. I like that. I like root beer floats. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had a root beer float at work. They're awesome. Yeah. I've really been wanting one. Me too. So this episode is actually going to come out. Um, in a couple weeks. We're recording this on St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah. But uh, it's going to come out two weeks from now, so we already have one in the wings. But um, we actually just finished watching Leprechaun about a minute ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It's one of the best uh, horror movies ever. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. You enjoyed it that much? Yeah. All right. I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know if I'd say the best, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, they shine your shoes. I didn't see him eat a dog. I always thought he ate the dog. (laughs) Maybe that's in the sequels. Maybe it's in the deleted scenes. Maybe. There's one actually called Leprechaun in the Hood. He's like a a gangster. (laughs) Yeah, there's like Leprechaun in space. Thug spray painting buildings. There's a Leprechaun uh, starring Hornswoggle. He's He's a WWE wrestler. The little guy. <laughs> little man. <laughs> so, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't scare your sister too bad. She really wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, man, what else has been going on? The weather's been crazy. It's been hot and cold and hot and cold. I took mm-hmm. you guys to the park. It was like 70 degrees, and then the next day it was snowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anything else good happening? Not really. No. Uh, I was saving this topic for the podcast. I thought this was cool. So, um, let's see. I'm going to pull up a picture here. So, I didn't realize this because I haven't been to Dollar Tree in a really long time. Yeah. You know, where everything's a dollar. By the way, it's not. They raised their prices. So, everything's (laughs) like a dollar (laughs) twenty-five. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But, I went because I found out that they now have a horror DVD section. Seriously? Yeah, and I got a bunch of cool movies here. Um, I've re- never seen movies there. I know, right? Me neither. So I had to go in and check it out for myself. Um, I got a couple good ones here. I got House at the End of the Street. Okay. Um, Panic. Uh, St. Agatha. Death Day. Killer Next Door. Oh, the yeah. Manson Family Massacre, which is based on a true story. It happened in the 60s. I want to really watch crazy. that one. Yeah, uh, Pentagram, Scarecrow's Revenge. I thought of you when I saw that one. Ooh, that so. one sounds good. Uh, well, I'll check it out and see if uh, you might like that one. Yeah. Uh, the Music Box, Blood Immortal, Night Ooh. of Horror, which is an anthology movie about radio hosts telling scary stories. Like sound us? familiar? 
Yeah. And then uh, Midnight Evil. So those are just the few that I found this time. Okay. But um, I always always end up doing that on my days off. I like going around looking at um, places that sell horror movies. That sounds good. I like going to Walmart and Target and looking at their horror movie section and then uh, picking out some to watch. Yeah. As much as I hate Walmart, they really do have a cool um, shutter section of dvds which is cool because we have shutter but you never know how long those movies are going to be on there so i like to go and get the physical copy myself and i don't have to pay to rent it later then we could have it forever yeah dude and i was actually uh reorganizing my movie rack the other day yeah it's a pain i don't like it anymore because it's in the drawers now you know yeah when we moved everything down here and uh it's like a puzzle box when you have to move stuff around. Oh. Uh, it's a lot more confusing and challenging. But, hey, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Also, here's here's another one. Speaking of movies and DVDs, um, I don't know if you know, I've been watching The X-Files at night. Ooh. Yeah, I think you might like it. It's It's got a lot about, uh, like, aliens and kind of cool stuff. But I've been looking for the box set. Yeah. There was nine initial seasons and two movies. Yeah. And then a couple years ago, they brought it back and did two more seasons of the show. So there's 11 total, right? Okay. But the box set that they sell only has the first nine and the two movies. I don't know if it has the spinoff show for The Lone Gunman, um, but there's a lot of episodes and a lot of discs. Okay. The cheapest that I found the box set is uh, like $486. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's that's insane for a box set of movies. So, um, I went up to our store the other day, the second and Charles. Yeah. And uh, I found they had three of the seasons for sale. Nice. And I bought three seasons for like fifteen bucks. Ooh. Yeah. So I have seasons one. I already had one sitting here yeah. at home. Now I've got one, seven, eight, and nine. I just need the rest, two through six, right? Okay. Came home, got on eBay, and started looking them up individually. Bought all of them for under 50 bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't need no $500 box set. I got them all for about 100 bucks. Nice. So, yeah. Um, I haven't got to talk to you much about um, a lot a lot of things. I've been really tired this week. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Me too. Yeah. I, I of... wake up at like 6 a.m. Yeah. And, yeah. Don't I'm be, tired. Don't be nervous. Um, you know, I, I kind of fell asleep during the movie a little bit tonight. But it's okay. I've seen it before. I know what happens. Um, I haven't heard you playing your drums much. How are your drums going? They're going really good. Um, the only thing... Uh, it's just a little weird to me. Um, the cymbals and drum things are, are a little small, and it's uh, it's going to take some time for me to get used to. Yeah. So. I still haven't checked out the interface thing yet. I haven't had time to plug this thing into the computer yet i've been playing around with the different sounds on it Mm -hmm. uh they sound really cool i bet you they sound even better in your headphones because you're using a guitar amp instead of a drum amp and so the sound isn't coming clear as it should be i can't figure out how to put my headphones into it right here on the side for those that are listening, I'm pointing to it because this isn't a visual podcast. But he's putting it inside there. So, um, man, I guess all that's out of the way, right? Anything else cool? Anything interesting you want to add? I don't think so. No? Should we call it a show then? Sure. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Um, let's see. What did you want to talk about this week? Reptilian people. Reptilians. I think that was a pretty cool uh, subject. Do you know anything about reptilians? No, but I've heard you talking about them. Man, you're making me seem crazy. No. <laughs> it's something that interested you? Yeah. So you want me to tell you about reptilians? Yeah. Okay, so I pulled up a list here. I'm going to read to you. Uh, ten shocking facts about the reptilian conspiracy. Ooh, that so, sounds interesting. Yeah, and I've actually got a little bonus for you, too, um, afterwards. So, uh, let's get into this. I, I guess I'll, I'll start reading you some notes here, huh? Yeah. What? Um. You hearing stuff? Yeah. That's okay. It's the heater. Oh. You know what? I As much as I tried, and I'll, I'll say it on here, too, I tried editing our last show for the, the sound quality and stuff. Yeah. These microphones are a little too good because they picked up the sound of the heater, and they're picking up the sound of our dryer right now, and I actually can't edit that out. But uh, I used to be able to edit that out when I had my cheap microphone. Yeah? Yeah, because it didn't pick up all that stuff. Uh, um, does that mean it also picked up um, maybe some people stomping upstairs? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yep, your mom and your sister are guest stars on here, and they don't even know it. <laughs> Same with our dogs. Yeah, the dogs. Wait until they start barking. <laughs> anyway, here's ten shocking facts about the reptilian conspiracy. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Reptilians, lizard folk, saurides. These are just some of the names that are associated with this alien race conspiracy. Ooh. Yeah. So while some dismiss it as nonsense, like most people, yeah. um, a growing number of believers are eager to share their knowledge of reptilians living among us. Ooh. These creatures disguise themselves as humans and often hold positions of power in the world's governments. Whoa. Yeah, dude. I I know I've showed you a couple of videos of stuff with like shape-shifting. Yeah, that was awesome. So, uh, number 10, reptilians are on uh, Time Magazine's top 10 most enduring conspiracy theories list. Ooh. That's a lot of words I just said. Yeah. So, in July 2009, the Time list included details about reptilians' appetites for human flesh, the responsibility for numerous terrorist attacks, and their ultimate desire to enslave the human race. Also mentioned are a few high-ranking politicians believed to be reptilians. <laughs> yeah, I might get in trouble for saying this out loud these days, but might as well, right? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. For the uninitiated, uninitiated, that's you, there's an introduction to author David Icke, the poster human for the reptilian conspiracy. His books on the subject have undoubtedly helped the reptilian conspiracy grab the attention of such a mainstream publication. Much more about the reptilian conspiracy has been published over the years, noticeably in Ike's numerous books such as The Biggest Secret and Children of the Matrix. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Number nine. David Ike used to refuse to wear any color other than turquoise. Oh, that's Seems weird. pretty stylish, right? <laughs> Turquoise is awesome. <laughs> so, on a trip to ancient Inca ruins in 1991, Ike experienced an intense spiritual experience that he described as a complete change in his state of consciousness. He described a state of intense, pure energy that claimed to hear voices that whispered hidden truths. Ooh. He emerged convinced that he was the new incarnation of Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, it's a little out there, man. <laughs> and his insistence on wearing only the color turquoise came from his belief that it would, would allow the continuous flow of positive energy through him. He could then channel that energy more easily towards researching the extent of reptilians' rule over the world. Weird. Hey, man, he's just searching for some positivity, you know? Like, <laughs> we don't have to knock him for that, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> here's a, here's a scary one. Number eight, you could be half reptilian and not even know it. What? Yeah, I'm gonna subject you to the test later. No, <laughs> not the test. <laughs> you didn't study, did you? No. Yeah, uh, me neither. Or you could at least be part of the reptilian bloodline. Ooh, yeah, reptilians cool. have uh, been crossbreeding with select unsuspecting humans for millennia to create desired elite bloodlines Yum. that they can use to con covertly control the world. Uh, DNA from reptilians has passed down through generations, and some crossbreeds even begin life as full-blood humans. At later points in their lives, they're taken away to have reptilian DNA mixed with their own. They're returned yeah. to their normal lives with no memory of it. Whoa. Yeah, that's probably why you wake up with a headache sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Diehard reptilian believers offer this as the real explanation behind UFO abductions and strange disappearances in which the person returns unable to recall what happened. Uh, some signs that a person may be a reptilian slash human crossbreed include a high level of personal charisma. Bingo, bingo. Pre pronounced artistic talent. Uh and an intense Whoa. and intense vivid colored eyes. E. Yeah. The most common eye colors among them are hazel and green. Don't look at me. You Don't have look green at me. Eyes. You have green eyes. Though sometimes bright blue as well. <gasps> That's you. I have bright blue eyes. Some have eye colors that seem to change in different lighting as well as low blood pressure. <gasps> Human-slash-reptilian hybrids have distinct personality traits as well, such as a deep sense of caring about the state of the world. Those who have been taken and changed into reptilian crossbreeds often feel a profound sense of separation that they no longer completely belong to the human race. As widely reported in alien abduction cases, many of them have unexplained and odd scars on their bodies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, number seven, reptilians only let us humans think we're in charge. What? Yeah, the master race of full-blood reptilians has been on Earth since ancient Babylonian times. Their original species was called the Anunnaki, and there's actually a book um, called The Anunnaki of Nibiru. Okay. It goes into really big detail about that. Um, and they inhabit underground cities below the Earth's surface. Like our Denver airport. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Through both their telepathic abilities and energies drawn from the moon... They're able to create the intricate holographs we humans interpret as our reality. Through mind control, the Anunnaki have always given the human race our senses of freedom and power. What? Yeah, David Icke has also reported in detail about how the reptilians spread their bloodlines throughout the royal families, owners of the world's banks, and heads of the biggest worldwide corporations. Interbreeding among the royals and unions only between certain families have kept the reptilian bloodlines strong ever since the days of ancient Babylon. So those are the people that are uh, ruling the world right now. Whoa. I know, right? So, number six. Reptilians came from both other planets and other dimensions. <clears throat> the Anunnaki reptilians traveled to Earth from the solar system surrounding the stars Draco and Zeta Reticuli. They're also capable of travel between different dimensions of time and space. Uh, this allows them even further control over the false realities that they want us unwitting humans to accept as our day-to-day -day truth. What? Yeah. Open your mind, little man. That's a lot of words. I know. 
When the first reptilian master race colonized Earth, they already had the technology to create hybrid offspring with humans through direct manipulation and fusion of DNA. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds like really complicated to me. Yeah. Uh, reptilians feed on negative human energy. That's what you gotta know, dude. Along with their fondness for drinking human blood and cannibalistic ritual sacrifice. Those are scary words, man. Reptilians also hunger for negative emotional energy. To draw on it, they strive to keep the human race in a collective state of fear and uncertainty. That's why we don't watch the news, brother. <laughs> uh, we only need to look at world events that we believe are the causes. Natural disasters, political instability, and threats of war are just a few examples. Uh, these are examples of the reality the reptilians want us to believe. The world's leaders who are shape-shifting reptilians only fuel this fear with the messages they convey to the public. Which reminds me, actually, there's another movie you got to see one of these days. Your mom hated it. She never finished it and gave it a chance, but I'm like, you got to watch this movie. You will love it. It's called They Live. It's a John Carpenter film about pretty much this, the world being ruled by reptilians and uh, it's got Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's an old wrestler. Ooh. And he has these special sunglasses. And when he wears them, he can see through their skins and see which ones are aliens. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude. I, I love it. It's a really good movie. I want this. And until recently, I thought it was really underrated. Oops, sorry. I thought it was really underrated, but... What does that mean? It means that uh, it's something that should be more well-known mm. in the world. And I think a lot more people are picking up to this movie now. Dude, I am not being professional right now. I keep bumping the mic. No, it's okay. No, I am, like, trying to get comfortable, and I'm, like, shifting around in my seat. So, anyway, uncertainly, uncertainty and fear make the human population much easier to control. Yeah. Makes sense. If you're scared, you're easy to control. Uh, most will latch on to whatever their leaders say is the answer. The subterranean reptilian population is able to orchestrate any natural disaster when they feel the need to ratchet up human fear, including hurricanes, tornadoes, and tsunamis. The full-blooded Anunnaki reptilians are also believed to be responsible for setting major terrorist attacks in motion, 9-11 being only one example. Now, here's, yeah, here's the thing, though. These are only, I, I have to disclose this, only opinions here, okay? I can't state this as fact or uh, someone's going to try to come and sue me or something yeah. or shut this podcast down. And then you know what? This podcast will just be no more. <laughs> so... Um, when full-blooded members of the reptilian master race shift into their human form and spend time on the Earth's surface, humans rep with reptilian DNA in their blood are sometimes able to sense the full-blood reptilians' true identities when they encounter them. Those who have reptilian blood may feel fearful or uneasy for no apparent reason when they have contact with the member of the master race. Ooh. Bow to your master. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty creepy, right? Yeah. Uh, number four, reptilians can use stronger mind control on humans who have reptilian DNA. Mm. Kind of like uh, Jedi mind control, I would say, right? Nice. So if you think reptilian DNA will give you cool superpowers, think yeah. again. If you have it, you're most likely doomed to enslavement by the full-blooded master race. And the only reason you were either born or engineered as a crossbreed is to further those plans. Uh huh. The more reptilian DNA in your blood, the easier it is for them to make telepathic connections with your mind without your conscious knowledge. High-ranking national leaders and corporate executives are some of the likeliest suspects that have reptilian DNA in their blood. So whenever you're wondering what's wrong with the world, 
Yeah. Reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Number three. Reptilians are the real founders of every secret society. What? Yeah, man. Exclusive secret societies such as the Illuminati. What's You've heard that? Of that word, right? What's that? Uh, it's it's enough for another episode, buddy. The Illuminati are the uh, the group of elite one percenters that rule the world. Uh, reptilians. Oh. Mm. They, okay. They've been subjects for mystery, of, of mystery for centuries. The lore created about them is that uh, it's made up to disguise the fact that all of them originate with the reptilians. Gatherings of members have long been reported to include rituals of blood drinking, cannibalism, and even oh. sacrifices of animals or children. Oh. I know, in exchange for more illusions of power that only the master reptilian race can give. And uh, probably the most notorious of these secret ritual meetings takes place every summer at Bohemian Grove in Northern California. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Uh, Bohemian Grove is weird, and they pee on trees. <laughs> Like dogs. They do, man. And it's like rich white dudes that like they show up in suits and they like pee on trees. Stupid dog, you made me look bad. <laughs> uh, number two, reptilians shapeshift into any human form. Ooh. It's a pretty creepy episode, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not always staying in their subterranean cities, reptilians easily assume the form of humans to further infiltrate and influence the state of our world. Whether only full-blood reptilians can shapeshift is open to debate among conspiracy believers, and some report that crossbreeds are also capable of it. Uh, reptilian conspiracy theorists have also posted countless videos of suggested slips in a reptilian's human disguise that is caught on camera. And that's what I showed you before, too, like their eyes changing oh, and yeah. the scales coming out. <clears throat> Many of these clips of popular celebrities, which lead skeptics to easily dismiss them as mere dislike or disapproval of the celebrity on the part of the conspiracy theorists. Other reptilian believers don't like or approve of these slips of disguise videos because they believe the material gives the reptilian conspiracy less credibility. Uh, a few have voiced that posting that these videos make reptilian believers as a whole look ridiculous. What? I don't know, man. I think you'd be the judge of that, right? <laughs> Reptiles are creepy. Didn't it say something that uh, they caused 9-11? Uh, it's believed that it was orchestrated, yeah. Uh, but I thought it was always the government. Well, they're part of the government. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, number one, knowledge of the reptilians will be their defeat. David Icke writes in several books that reptilians' ultimate goal is to enslave the human race, physically and mentally. Whoa. Yeah, despite their powers, reptilians aren't invincible. Uh, the more knowledge we humans have, the better we'll be able to recognize signs of them among us and see truth behind the false reality. And when the reptilians are defeated in a distant future, the human race will rise to a higher level of spiritual consciousness. Ike draws from several aspects of the New Age philosophy to make oneself more receptive to this knowledge. Um, his longtime practices have included balancing the energy's chakras, uh, the drawing on crystal energies and the drinking of hallucinogenic ayahuasca. <sighs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds some like hippie related thing, I think. It's a holistic hippie that thinks he's a reptile man. That reminds me, uh, how do you kill a hippie? Huh. Throw him down the mainstream. Oh, <laughs> that's hipster, dude. Yeah. Hipster. Hipster, <laughs> that's what I said. Funny guy. Um, so what do you think about the reptilian thing? They sound really creepy. It is creepy, isn't it? They're like yeah. watching you with their reptile eyes. Like, you could be one. 
maybe. Ah, no, no, no. I'm way too smart for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but here you go, man. Um, here's my bonus for you. How to spot reptilians running the U.S. government. Ooh. Yeah, man. So as 12 million, as over 12 million Americans know, the United States government is run by lizard people. <laughs> or, uh, but to be scientifically accurate, reptilians. Yeah. Yeah, but they never said which members of the government are the reptilians. Right? Yeah. So, um, let's see here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I want to be a reptilian so I could have cool powers. No way, dude. They're evil. You don't want to be a reptilian, man. I want to be a reptilian, but not evil. Nope. You can't have both there. Yeah, I can. Okay, so here's how to spot a reptilian. Ooh, okay, this here's is the a, good stuff. Yeah, so they have a predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color like a chameleon. But also blue. Like Miss Lochner. <laughs> You're funny. Piercing eyes. Yeah. Eyes I just want to stare into. True red or reddish hair. Uh, a sense of not belonging to the human race. And, uh, sorry. Uh, do they have to do all these things? Or. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. You know. I don't know, man. I think, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a majority of them. Yeah. Uh, they have low blood pressure. How, how do you find that out? Check their Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're not wearing a Fitbit? Well, then they're, they got something to cover up, don't they? Maybe. Everyone that doesn't wear a Fitbit is a... As in, um, um, a reptilian? Yeah, that yeah, thing. See. Uh, they have a deep com deep compassion for the fate of mankind. Ooh. Yeah. Keen sight or hearing. Yeah, that obviously ain't me, dude. I, I have to wear glasses. <laughs> uh, physic psychic abilities. Um, psychic abilities. Whoa! ESP. I want, psych <laughs> want psychics. Uh, uh, unexplained ability? scars on the body. UFO connections. Whoa. Uh, capability to disrupt electrical appliances. Whoa. Love of space and science. Whoa. Yeah, those are all the uh, traits for reptilian oh, identification. What do you think about that? That's a lot of traits. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, that was a lot of information I just packed into 20 minutes of just talking and telling stories, man. What do you think about everything? What'd you learn? Um, that reptilians, like, definitely rule the earth. Yeah. Now it's not like a maybe, it's a definitely. Yeah. And now you know what to look for, too. Yeah. You see someone acting weird at school, you're like, oh, yeah, they're not mean, they're just reptile people. Might make you feel better about life. Show your true self. <laughs> no, you don't call them out. You just, you just know, okay? No, I'm gonna call them out. No, dude, that's how they get you. They suck on your blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What do you think? Should we uh, head over to the trivia segment? Sure. Okay. Let's. Uh, I guess let's hit that theme song.
All right, it's trivia time, and I'm going to turn this over to Paul. He's going to remind everyone of last week's trivia question. Okay. Um, let's see. Which Stephen King story was uh, turned into a terrifying 1976 Brian De Palma film? Carrie? Carrie's the answer for that, yep. Nice. And that was actually, uh, Carrie is actually a really good movie. You'll see it when you're a little older. Ooh, okay. When I turned 17, when you're allowed to watch and buy horror movies and R-rated movies, Carrie was the first movie I went and bought on DVD uh, with my own money when I was old enough to do so. Oh, that's cool. How old were you? 16, 17. Yeah, I bought uh, Nightmare on Elm Street on VHS, and I bought Carrie on DVD. Yeah, well, so. that's only seven years. Yeah, but we didn't have all those movies at home when I was a kid either, so yeah. you're uh, a lot more privileged than I am. Yeah. All right, buddy, what is yeah. this week's trivia question? Uh, this one? Yep. Okay. What was the first name of Wes Craven's first feature film? Yep, what was the name of Wes Craven's first feature film? So you can... Go ahead and email us at justokpod at gmail.com uh, for the answer to the trivia question, if you know it. And if you get it right, we'll send you a no prize directly to your door. What is, what's the prize? Uh, I, I just said what it was. So anyway, um, <clears throat> there's a trivia question. So after that, how about uh, you give us a joke of the week, Paul? Okay, let's see. Because it is St. Patrick's Day. I know you wanted to do a St. Patrick's Day joke. Oh, yeah. What happens when a leprechaun falls into a pool? I don't know. What happens when a leprechaun falls into a pool? He gets wet. <laughs> Dude, you are awesome. Thanks. You are clever, and I love it. Um, I don't have any emails this week, so we're going to skip that this week, and that's okay. Uh, like I said, you guys can email us, justokpod at gmail.com. Um, you can also go to the merch uh, page at cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise it's a lot to type but uh it's well worth it man there's t-shirts cups pins hats i want i want to make something with my face on it yeah we really got to get together and make some new merch or something with you on there because you got a you got a uh a character mask yeah yeah i haven't even taken a picture of us with the character masks yet for the show maybe i'll do it for this oops sorry maybe i'll do it for this episode as the cover okay that sounds cool Okay, cool. Maybe I'll get you a little bobblehead, too, if I can find one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I got my bobblehead uh, that makes makes matches my mask. Yeah, maybe they'll have a... <gasps> I don't want to spoil this. All right, surprise. don't spoil it, man. We'll, we'll take a picture of it. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, man, anything else you want to add? No. No? Speaking of which, um, we were talking about the merchandise. I have, I, I made so much merch when I uh, started the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this would be cool to have. I just want stuff with my own face on it. Right? Yeah. Because that's pretty cool. Um, and then Christmas time came and yeah. we were doing the white elephant gifts and stuff where, you know, you pick a gift and you wrap it up and you give it random out to friends and family and stuff like that. Yeah. I wanted to do podcast gear. The, uh, like like a cup that says this podcast is just okay with nice. the face on it and stuff. I wanted to give those out as gifts. And your mom told me I needed to stop fooling myself around. And What? Yeah, she's like, everybody knows you do a podcast, so you don't need to keep promoting it on Christmas. 
No, <laughs> your podcast is awesome. Ours, ours. Thank you. So I keep asking every year too. I'm like, well, I want some of the stuff with my own face on it. I design the stuff and I don't even own any of it. So I'm like, well, hey, birthday, Christmas, Father's Day ideas. Go to my my web page, man. Get me a give me a podcast glass. Hey, um, since um I'm your son, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm also on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I don't have to pay for my merchandise? Absolutely not. No free rides in this house. Man. Dude, that's why I don't have one. They The the website charges me for it, and I created it. Well, good thing I earned money today. Well, there you go. You can buy me one, too, because I've been wanting some stuff, but my page is a little pricey. Hmm. Yeah. Cause, How much for a shirt? Oh, I don't know. Like, I think 30 bucks for the shirt, <gasps> but... For every shirt sold, I make like a dollar from it, or maybe two bucks from it. Wait. Yeah, it all goes to the, the website. What? I know. I'm not that savvy yet. I haven't created my own line of productions on that. What? Mm-hmm. You need to add a picture of you and your, um, never mind, uh, you and your horse. No. no. Well, everyone knows I wear the cat mask. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd do some cat stuff, too. Why um, did you swap over to the, uh cat instead of the horse oh because um honestly we were going out in public a lot and the horse max had zero visibility i couldn't see through it and the cat mask i can actually see through it my mask uh is a little big but then there's uh some openings in its nose that i can kind of see out of and you're gonna grow into it too yeah yeah I'm going to bring it everywhere. (laughs) That's what I do. It gets kind of ridiculous. I liked, um, on our, yeah, on our way to Grandma's house, um, you wore your cat mask, (laughs) and then the people, uh, in the car next to us, um, in the other car, uh, next to us in the other lane, uh, they were, like, staring at you. (laughs) I waved to them, they took a picture of me. (laughs) I was like, tag the show, bro. <laughs> You're famous. Yeah, they got a freebie and didn't even realize it. Yeah, I would have signed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what do you think, man? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Hmm. No. All right, sounds good to me. Um, I will promote my Instagram page again. It's been, it's gained quite a following. So, you know, you have this podcast is just okay on Instagram. That's my normal thing. But um, I have the horror movie page, which is called This Movie Page is Just Okay. Everything I do is just okay. Because if you lower your expectations, nobody can tell you that you're awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Unprofessionally. Yeah, it's all right, man. Mediocrity at its finest, right? So anyway, uh, that's that. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Music. Um, I looked on Spotify. I, I couldn't find the show. It's supposed to be on Spotify, but it's not. Uh, it is on Amazon Music and Audible, though. So you can just search this podcast is just okay to find the show. Yes, what's up? Um, what's the point of telling people, uh, where to find the show if they're listening? Um, that's a good point, right? Well, maybe a lot of people don't like SoundCloud, and that's the initial post that I put it on. Oh. So if they have other podcasting platforms that they listen to, they can search it on there instead. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they can tell their friends about it. Is SoundCloud cool? Yeah, I think so. Cool. But, yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> that's the show this week then, right? Hope you learned a lot. Hope you're not uh, too scared about the reptiles invading your brain. No, I'm never too scared about anything. Well, that's good. Let's go to the castle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, while we do that, we head out for a road trip to the scary castle. I'm going to sign off. My name's Nick. Um, and I'm, and my name's Paul. All right. Have you guys yourselves words. Let's go back and do that again. Have yourselves a week. And I will see you guys. Next time.